Spartans, what is your profession? You see, old friend, I brought more soldiers than you did. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sunday Wire. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. We're streaming out live on the Alternate Current Radio Network and also at 21stCenturyWire.com. Thank you for joining us and for our podcasting community. We'll be up on iTunes and many, many other platforms uh, there to download after the show. Uh, we talked about before the break, uh, we're going to talk about this uh, organization, the Atlantic Council. I guess we'll just come right out of the gates with this. I wanted to talk about Bellingcat as well. So what is the, the DFR labs, the disinformation lab, which I like to call it, of um, the, the, the full title is the Digital Forensic Research Lab, okay? So they spend a lot of time attacking people, basically. They, they are attacking uh, political dissenters. Why is this important? I'll tell you. But they released this piece called a hashtag troll tracker. Uh, Kremlin celebrates McCain's legacy. This is a facetious headline. I'm impressed with their tongue-in-cheek humor, even at the uh, disinformation lab. Uh, So Russian state media and pro-Kremlin trolls celebrate McCain's passing. So I've been labeled as a pro-Kremlin troll by the NATO think tank here, uh, which is I find interesting. So apparently they're very bent out of shape uh, because people were... After John McCain's death, and by the way, uh, you're getting a very skewed narrative here because people have been hammering. I don't know what planet uh, this particular person is a recent university graduate who's assistant director of the disinformation project uh, out of Latvia. Uh, and so she's penned this piece. I don't know what planet she's been on, but people have been hammering John McCain, and I could probably... If, if I wanted to be really shrewd, I could pull Hesher, our producer, in from Austin, Texas, and he could vouch for the fact that how long, Hesher, have been people hammering John McCain? Uh, I mean, how many years now have conservatives been at war with John McCain in America? Uh, has the Tea Party been at war with John McCain in America? Have the anti-war movement been at war with John McCain in America who hasn't been at war with John McCain? This is the question. Um, am I am I am I exaggerating, Hesher? You're in America. You've been in America. So have I. Uh, how how many people hate and ha- have hated John McCain for the longest time? Oh, it's is a, my question. It's a decades old sport, isn't it? <laughs> at least, at least, <laughs> um, he's not very well liked, and not even his own home state. Which I find it's amazing that uh, you know a twenty twenty five year old from Latvia is lecturing Americans on you know who, you know those you know whether you're allowed to like or dislike someone like the most divisive political figure in America practically after Donald Trump uh, would be and in fact much longer than Donald Trump is John McCain. And not just divisive in America, he's divisive globally, because John McCain 
has aggressively sold just about every illegal war that the United States has been involved in. And this is a historical revisionist piece um, uh, here, and it's basically saying that, uh, oh, these trolls are accusing John McCain of cavorting with neo-Nazis in the Ukraine. Uh, And they even show the photos of him on stage with neo-Nazis and say that he wasn't on stage with or he wasn't with or promoting neo-Nazi things. Uh, And so so it's funny. This is an amazing psyop. They're showing you the evidence, but they're saying, no, those aren't neo-Nazis and that's not a Hitler salute. Um, That's no, no, no. Those are just right wing groups uh and they're 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 like moderate rebels in syria those aren't real terrorists or jihadists they're moderate rebels they're doing the same whitewash with the ukraine and what's amazing if you, if you follow the ukrainian news um most americans are oblivious of course to many things including many americans can't find their own country on a world map let's face it that's a fact um if you've seen that sketch from Jimmy Kimmel, who I can't stand, but his Vox Pop man on the street with the with the world map with no countries labeled, most Americans couldn't actually find America on the map. Um, this is a slight trick of pulling America off to the side and making the middle of the globe, the Pacific Ocean. I think that threw a lot of Americans off because they're so used to growing up seeing the United States right in the center. Uh, but the Third Reich Research Institute created in Kiev – Well, I'm not making this up. Um, Did you know Kiev has a Third Reich Research Institute? And there's a director wearing the uh, quite fetching uh, brown shirt and dark brown tie. Uh, That's the brown collared shirt, if you're familiar with that wardrobe uh, from the SS. So it's it's just amazing. And there's article after article. uh, There is a fascist resurgence in the Ukraine after the coup, the U.S.-backed coup in February 2014. Yes, it was a coup. But yet with with the uh, NATO propaganda arm, they're trying to say, no, that isn't the case. They're also trying to say that McCain wasn't meeting with terrorists in Syria. And they show the picture of him with terrorists in Syria and say, what you're looking at there is not John McCain uh, with terrorists. That's That's John McCain with moderate rebels. And it's been debunked, uh, they claim, according to the Washington Post. So <laughs> so what they're saying is that because some crazies online said McCain met with ISIS, uh, they're ignoring that, the, of course, he wasn't with ISIS here as far as we know. Um, but they're basically saying, well, because the trolls online said he met with ISIS and the Washington Post have debunked that. Yes, but he's with al-Qaeda affiliates. And let me tell you, for those of you who have been to Syria or in the Middle East, uh, 15 or 18 million Syrians, they don't discriminate between ISIS and al-Qaeda or the Free Syrian Army or Arar al-Sham or any of these other alphabet soup jihadist groups. To them, it's all Daesh, all Daesh. Of course, if you're behind a desk in Riga, you wouldn't know this. Uh, that's a little bit too deep in terms of uh, interpretive, interpretivist experience and study, which you can only get by actually 
uh, going on the ground, but you can also get by reading. But apparently they, they're banning reading of websites that publish these facts. And they're saying only look at the Washington Post, only look at the New York Times, only look at Snopes, uh, only look at their own propaganda stuff here. And, of course, there I am in this. Uh, apparently, this is interesting. So I did an interview with Sputnik. And uh, it was right after John McCain's death. And they asked me about what I thought about John McCain. There's a link to it uh, on this if you click through the show page. And they even linked to Sputnik, which I thought was quite nice. But if you go and listen to that interview I did with Sputnik, um, it was pretty balanced. And uh, I'm saying I'm actually pretty light on this. Um, And there's a lot of people that were a lot more vociferous than I was. Uh, but I basically said that John McCain was a divisive character. John McCain represents the interests of the deep state, of the military-industrial complex more than anybody, any personality in, in U.S. politics. I don't think anybody can argue with that. But yet here they are trying to spin that as some sort of cardinal sin. Because apparently the my cardinal sin was that I have sullied the name of of the defense industry's patron saint. St. John McCain, or as he's known in Raqqa, Jihadi John. So anyway, so Patrick Henningsen accuses McCain of aligning himself with neo-Nazi factions in the Ukraine. Well, there he is on stage. So with, with right sector, with Svoboda, whipping up fascist crowds ahead of a coup d'etat, what exactly do you call that if that is not aligning yourself with neo-Nazi factions? Which I could be, I could interchange that with fascist, neo-fascist, neo-Nazi. But we've all seen the photographs, we've all read the reports, we've seen the videos, okay? These are not like uh, the bumpkins running around in Charlottesville uh, who bought their uh, tiki torches at Walmart for seven ninety nine each, okay? These are people with uh, chains wrapped around their arms, and we're talking about a real midnight torch parade. Uh, we're talking about a serious, hardcore right-wing movement in the Ukraine. Those are the people that McCain and his cohorts empowered because they that those are the shock troops that made that coup possible. If anybody watched that on the news uh, as it broke in 2014, but guess what? Those seeds that they planted then have sprouted into some very ugly uh, political factions, okay? And even Ukrainians are now getting scared, okay? <laughs> so uh, we're all living in the real world, but uh, the Atlantic Council is still living in their propaganda world. So they go on to say uh, Henningsen is a conspiracy blogger and a Kremlin supporter who runs 21st Century Newswire. They couldn't even get the name right. It's actually 21st Century Wire. So if you're listening, uh, the young lady who wrote this, who was told to write this, and they said that 21st Century Wire is a 9-11 truther site. Wow, that's interesting. And they even linked to a 9-11, interesting, mm, a 9-11 article, So, which we don't have very many of, unfortunately. I wish we had more, but we've been covering other things over the years. So he should not be considered a credible commentator, she said. Um, and so I'm. This this is somebody who has never been to any of these war zones that we're reporting on, uh, who doesn't 
is not qualified to comment on any of these, not Syria and probably not the Ukraine either, and who's also working for NATO, who, let's let's face it, if you're going to be uh, biased, that's about as biased of a source as you can get. Uh, so that's interesting. Unfortunately, we don't have many. I think we have less than 10 or 12, I don't know, maybe a dozen like real 9-11 articles on 21st Century War. But we have 8,000 other stories about every other country and every other issue over the last decade. Uh, so how someone could call it a 9-11 truther site is uh, interesting. So that's what's called an ad hominem attack, and that is called gaslighting right there. But uh, as it goes, the 9-11 articles that we do have are quite good, actually, quite informative. And you can go and click through those links and go check those out. I do highly recommend it. So they go on, and this is just a joke, okay? And, of course, they fingered uh, Ian, our old friend, uh, Ian56789, who actually gave me the heads up that they were running this. And... uh, have put him down as a Russian bot or Russian troll. They had a go at, uh, here's Rania Kalik. Uh, so anybody that criticized John McCain is a Russian troll, was sent by the Kremlin to do that. Let me just get one thing straight before we go. Uh, the Kremlin did not give John McCain such a bad reputation over the last 20 years. And you can go a little further back if you, if you want. John McCain gave that to himself. He wrote his own legacy. Okay. And like it or not, a lot of people, many millions and tens of millions of people, and if you want to talk about the countries that he's, he's leveled, um, I don't think the people of Syria like John McCain very much. Okay. And that's not because Vladimir Putin has told them to think like that. Because people read, people understand when somebody goes up in front of Congress and demands man pads and tow missiles be shipped to jihadis, to killers, extending the life of that war, which is what John McCain did many times, or lethal aid to the Ukraine so that the military in Kiev, backed by the U.S., could use the military against its own people, okay? And and this is after overthrowing a democratically elected president, by the way. Uh, I think John McCain is, or the people of Iraq, ask the people of Iraq, what do you think about John McCain? Is he a saint? Is he an angel? Is he a demon? What are the people of Yemen going to say about John McCain? Because he's had a hand in every single one of those. Because the product that gets shipped the money that gets spent, the invoices that get settled for all of these military companies, those are the interests that John McCain represented. That was his one of his big power bases. Everybody knows that. That's why he was in the Senate for so long. That's why he didn't retire, because there were deals to be done right up until the 11th hour. He didn't stop. He didn't go for a round of golf. If you want to give him anything... He worked right to the end, John McCain. You can't say he wasn't dedicated to his cause. He was very dedicated. But the thing that he was dedicated most most through his career was making war, was shipping arms, was killing. But when you kill a million people, uh, you, you get lots of awards and you get a state funeral. If you walk down to the 
to to the shop and uh, you kill one person, you go to jail for life. Okay, that's the difference between politics and everybody else. Okay, mass killing is legal. It's not only legal, but you will be showered with praise uh, by the elite interests. Okay, so (laughs) that's in a nutshell. So this is uh, a joke, basically. But it's interesting. It's interesting because they didn't criticize any of the content or say that we have printed something that wasn't factual. Think about all the news stories that we have. Uh, And also, one of our reporters was recognized as one of the most respected uh, journalists in Britain uh, this week, Vanessa Bealey. Uh, by the National Council for the Training of Journalists in Britain, and, of course, uh, alongside a number of big names on that list. And, boy, were there a lot of people upset about that. You can go see on social media. But uh, so this is – so we're being attacked by these people. It's funny. They're calling us trolls, but they troll us, and they even have sock puppets uh, trolling us in the threads. So they also fund uh, a, a little organization called Bellingcat, and it's not little. It's a big organization, Bellingcat, um, and they created a nice little backstory for this, that it was a, a bedroom operation that uh, surged to fame. They're running a PR campaign for these guys like crazy. So they've come up with the uh, Russian killers in the Skripal case, uh, and they've unmasked, they claim, uh, these two Russians that aren't really who they say there are. They say there are. They're not uh, Boris. uh <laughs> Basharov and Petrov, uh, the two uh, so-called tourists uh, in Salisbury. No, it's uh, Colonel uh, Anatoly Chapiga and the evil Dr. Mishkin. Okay, honestly, you can't make it up. So, as and as Craig Murray pointed out this week, um, the European arrest warrants or the arrest warrants are issued not for Chapiga and Mishkin. This is who the secret identities Bellingcat claims. Uh, from its secret anonymous source called the Russian Insider. Um, and they claim to have tracked down uh, the documents uh, and this been given to them. And this is a big scoop. The mainstream media have all, all run with it. Is any of it true? Well, you don't know. You just have to take their word for it. It's all digital. It's up on a website. So, But uh, Murray says, well, they uh, apparently the police in Europe and the UK don't recognize this as evidential. Otherwise, the arrest warrants would be uh, in these so-called true identities that Bellingcat has figured out for these two supposed Novichok uh, delivery boys. So you, it's getting weirder and weirder by the day. And if you go to the Off Guardian, which is a, a good website, off-guardian.org, and uh, they're basically, if you don't know what the Off Guardian is, it's, according to its authors, it's what the Guardian should be, but isn't, and it allows comments, which the Guardian doesn't allow comments on most of their articles, because a lot of mainstream outlets, if you look, they're not allowing comments because they can't handle what the readers are putting in there. Just go to any Daily Mail major story that's controversial and take a look at the comments. Okay, it's overwhelming. I'm talking 90% of people know what's going on. So the Guardian can't have that, so they shut down comments. The New York Times does this regularly. They've opened it up a little bit in the last 12 months because they realize they're hemorrhaging credibility. 
but to all of these major newspapers. They can't handle the readers, and if they do allow comments, they censor them heavily. They have teams of people. Uh, how Orwellian is this? Uh, so if I go to the Off Guardian, uh, it looks like Bellingcat has got a hold of forged forgeries and is passing this off to the mainstream media as authentic. Okay, so so what has Bellingcat done here? It looks to me, this is just my opinion, um, but I think it's a bit more than an opinion. So Bellingcat has set up its own secret source, and they're calling it the Russian Insider. And I would bet you anything that Bellingcat hired a bunch of Russian language specialists, have them in an office or a boiler room, or they're working remotely, probably in the Netherlands, probably based in The Hague, I would guess. Uh, and this is their secret Russian source. So they created their own secret source to feed them secret Russian documents. And how it, to me, it's kind of obvious what this looks like. So this isn't a bedroom operation. They get money from the Atlantic Council. The D, they get money from who gets funded by NATO. Uh, so they're in that sort of financial, military, industrial circle jerk. Okay. So they're putting out forgeries and passing it off as intelligence. Um, and I think if you go back and look at a lot of their dodgy, some of the videos – uh, we're talking about MH17. We're talking about this Syrian chemical weapons attack. So <laughs> Bellingcat has never produced anything that makes the U.S. or the U.K. government uncomfortable or look bad. Basically, they have a conclusion, which is Assad launched chemical weapons, and then they go around with their teams to scour the Internet to find evidence that points to their conclusion. The same with Skripal. The same with uh, MH17. Russia's guilty. Syria's guilty. Let's go out and find open source. We'll troll the internet, Google Earth, whatever, and we'll put together scenarios uh, that implicate them, uh, the, the enemies of the West. And then the mainstream media will hoover it up and lap it up uh, like a thirsty cat. So, but there's a lot of questions to be asked. And uh, one Brave British journalist. Uh, her name is Mary Dejevsky, uh, one of the few. Uh, she writes for The Independent. She's saying Bellingcat has grown a lot from its uh, shoestring origins. It has money. Where's the money come from? Okay. Uh, it has been hiring staff. It has transatlantic connections. This is true. They're also running uh, training camps. If you've got $2,500, you can go. Uh, to a Bellingcat training uh, thing, and they're running that for um, probably the next generation of spies uh, and also corporate spies and uh, mainstream journalists. Okay, so it has never been, so far as I'm aware, reached any conclusion that is inconvenient to the U.S. or U.K. authorities. That's a fact. Okay, so this is the organization. um, Everyone's just supposed to say, yep, Take their word for it. But they have made mistakes in the past. Now, let's contrast that with WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks has a perfect record. Perfect record over 10 years. So right now, you have WikiLeaks under attack. Julian Assange, communications cut off. Uh, They would like him dead, probably the United States. 
Um, they're blaming him for Trump getting elected, all sorts of stuff. And now, funny enough, as as WikiLeaks is pushed out of the way, the and this is from NPR, which is the U.S. propaganda state-run propaganda outlet, um, are basically saying that uh, Bellingcat is the next. They've they've come to replace WikiLeaks. So this is what Bellingcat is, ladies and gentlemen. Bellingcat is is the military industrial deep state five eyes version of WikiLeaks. They created their own WikiLeaks in order to get bad guys, the people that Washington doesn't like, regime change targets, uh, states that it would like to be at war with, or at least pretend to be at war with, like Russia. And this is the job. So they created their own little WikiLeaks, which they have total control over, uh, which does exactly what they want, like a house lapdog, like like the mainstream media does. But the mainstream media treats this as an independent offshore source that feeds them with their grassroots. This is kind of like astroturfing, and they're totally untouchable. They won't come. Their their findings come under zero scrutiny from the media. Zero scrutiny from government because the conclusions that they're presenting are completely uh, made to order for U.S., U.K., NATO foreign policy. What does this remind you of, ladies and gentlemen? Have we heard this before? What other NGO have we talked about many times on this show, which is untouchable by the mainstream media, which is never criticized, which presents evidence that is absolutely perfectly made to order for U.S., U.K., and NATO foreign policy. Exactly like the White Helmets. Another astroturfing fake uh, construct, which is just an extension of Western power. Exactly the same thing, made to look grassroots, made to look like it's uh, an independent, amateurish but, oh, they've just gotten so lucky, and, uh, oh, they've done miracles, okay, uh, with all of their great techniques, okay. And I'll go, I'll go a step further. What this is, um, this is the embryonic. This is an embryonic cell. Right now it's being used to attack the enemies of, uh, of NATO, basically. That's what it's being used today. Eventually this is an embryonic beta cell for surveillance this is rolling out surveillance on a mass level because all the methods and techniques that bellingcat used are all essentially surveillance okay and being imagine this they can convict countries of war crimes uh based on falsified or forged evidence so imagine and the state is like applauding this the press are applauding this um so is this is this the bar of justice for for everybody then in the future? It's gonna have these little belling cat cells in the police departments, convicting people of God knows what. Maybe your parking tickets or speeding. Who knows? How far will it go? But it's in terms of creating a culture of snitches and voyeurs. Uh, this looks like a perfect uh, little embryonic uh, project here. So it's not a nice-looking future. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's, that's what's going on there. So I encourage people to have a look at that. So, so who's, 
so Atlantic Council funding Bellingcat, Atlantic Council funding the, the disinformation labs, and they're, wait, hold on, they're advising Facebook and Twitter who to purge from the internet. And that's what happened this week. Ahead of the midterm elections, Facebook purged, uh, I don't know, 800 pages of mainly uh, political and alternative media outlets. Okay. And this was hidden nicely by Facebook. They reported earlier in the week as part of their clever little PR exercise, they made headlines saying there was a big hack. And, of course, the mainstream media sucked that up. They lied. They said it was $30 million, Then they lowered it to 29 then down to 12 And then really they're saying it was 400000 this uh, this morning. Okay. That was cover for a political purge. So we have a military-funded think tank ordering social media companies, who to delete from the Internet. So the Atlantic Council and the DFR are advising the jellyfishes, the jellyfish executives in the Silicon Valley. You know what? Jellyfishes don't have backbones. They're invertebrates. They're telling them what page to post, what needs to be deleted from the Internet, what's disinformation, what's fake news, etc. Okay. The, the, the accounts that they pulled down this week, are not fake news. They were not disinformation. A lot of them are excellent uh, alternative news sources. I'm not saying that they're perfect. Who is perfect? If you want to hold the, the, the level of perfection, the bar of perfection up, let's, let's, let's hold the bar of perfection against the Washington Post or the New York Times or CNN or ABC or NBC. The list goes on. They, they're not going to do very well. Okay, no one is perfect. In fact, the mainstream media are produced by orders of magnitude. The lies that they push out uh, over the years and still do, it it makes everything pale in comparison. Okay, but they're not being uh, flagged by this military think tank and uh, who is advising Facebook on who to delete. So this is fascism, ladies and gentlemen. It's fascism with a latte in the hand. Okay, so these are corporations and military government funded, essentially military and defense contract funded organizations deciding what you can read, what you can't read, meddling in the election ahead of the election, pulling down large two two million followers. Some of these pages ahead two weeks ahead of the election. Russia didn't do that in 2016. This is real meddling. This is real manipulation. This is a real election interference. This should upset people. People should be up in arms about this. But, you know, it's it, in their feeble little minds, and by the way, you know, with a six-figure salary, you can get really, it goes a long way to shrinking your world and also your brain. But in these media uh, people who buy into the uh, mainstream conspiracy about Russia. They believe in their in their heart of hearts that Russia ran the 2016 elections and put Donald Trump in power. So that to them, whether they're Democratic Party operatives or they're working for MSNBC, CNN, or they're working for the Atlantic Council, they really believe this stuff. And so for them, it's perfectly fine to purge the Internet ahead of the election. That's okay because they, well, to them, it's like a tongue-in-cheek well, the Russians had the last one, so we're going to have this one, basically. 
This is a level of cor- corruption that, that America has never seen. And let me tell you, if this is allowed to pass, and it looks like it is, America is finished. Okay, the values uh, that this country that the country was founded on, if they're allowing corporations and military think tanks to go in and just basically delete uh, political speech and alternative media organizations without any uh, comeback at all, um, America's in deep trouble, ladies and gentlemen. So the whole Russia Gate uh, canard was designed to isolate Trump, to delegitimize Trump, okay, to isolate Russia, to delegitimize Russia in the international community, to increase tensions internationally, to to start an arms race, to try to marginalize Russia's role in Syria. It achieved all of these things. All of these things were achieved. But the big thing, the big, big, big thing, the main reason for this is what we saw this week. The main reason of the whole Russiagate canard, go look up what a canard is. It's a canard. The main reason was to fabricate a justification for totalitarian censorship of the Internet. And without anybody complaining about it, doing it so softly and undercover. And the whole of the media is completely complicit. And if you complain about it, you're a Kremlin bot or you're a Kremlin stooge. This is how corrupt the system is right now. So, <laughs> and, and, and even if you challenge people on, I've challenged people on this, and they can't, there's no evidence that Russia uh, meddled or colluded with Trump or anything. And they say, so what if the Russians didn't do it? We still need to clean off all the hate speech. Okay? So then they move from Russia to hate speech. If, if you think this is okay, this is good, you think this is fine, you need to really take a deep, uh, take a moment and go into deep thought and realize what's going on. Absolutely taking out, blacklining, redacting whole sections of the information spectrum being done right now, right now this week. Amazing. We're going to take a short break and connect our next guest, Ian R. Crane. We're going to go to the front lines of the anti-fracking movement. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. This is the Sunday Wire. We'll be right back. Stay right there. Fool me once. Shame on... Shame on you. Fool me. We can't get fooled again.